Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi folks, thanks for joining us on this uh, special edition of the Rangers Rumble podcast. Uh, the, I've got a couple of guests with me uh, today. We're going to be discussing disabled facilities in in football, uh, particularly Scottish football, most specifically at Ibrox, because uh, it's obviously what we know about with a Rangers podcast. Um, if you are watching on, on YouTube and you don't already subscribe, we've got a subscription on YouTube. Uh, remember to pick the tier that you want. We've also got Patreon. You can nip over to Patreon dot com forward slash rangers rabble and you can join us on there you'll get exclusive shows you'll get you'll get uh, early early access to shows like this if you are watching on youtube like and subscribe and also please feel free to share this video with uh, with anybody that you you feel might want to listen to it particularly if they've got some disability in their family or like they go to football with disability whatever hopefully this will this will help them a little bit with the the grounds that are the grounds that are better than others and how to get tickets and things like that, but we'll, we'll see how it goes anyway. So, as I say, I've got a couple of guests with me tonight, um, all the way from Portadown over in good old sunny Northern Ireland, my good friend Tim Webb, and also from Bells Hill in probably not so sunny uh, Lanarkshire, we've got Jamesy's mum, Heather. Everybody will know, everybody will know Jamesy. Um, hi guys, how you doing? Good, thanks. Hope you guys are in good tape. Hey Heather, good to see you. You too, Tam. No seeing you for a while. No, we'll be back Sunday soon. So we'll see each other Sunday, hopefully. Good stuff. Okay, so Tim, can we start? Tim, can we start with you? Can you just tell us a, a little bit about yourself? Um, obviously, I've already said you're over in Portadown, so your your match day experience would be more complicated uh, than a lot. That's even without considering the disability. So, can you just tell us a little bit about um, your kind of Match your match day experience, if you like. Okay, um, match day experience for me, guys. I'm up at the very early hour of around half four in the morning. Um, leaving the house 
five, half five or thereabouts. And we take the trip round towards Belfast and head on down the road to on the route to Lauren. We pick up a few guys um that we travel with regularly and uh basically that they have our half seven boat uh from PO there and it's basically we we're about away we're about an hour from the boat here in Port of Down to Larn. So um basically a five hour journey to Ibrox and five hours back. So it's a long, long day. But that's one worth doing for the guys. So you know, just for the love of the club, you know. Okay, so what about um obviously it's a bit more complicated for you because you've um you know, because you're a wheelchair user. Do you want to tell the uh, Everybody watching and listening a little bit about, um, you know how how it is for you as opposed to somebody that's not using a wheelchair, if you like. Um, well, my parents would actually help me up and get you know ready for the match day experiences. Is what maybe expect. Um, my dad would be the driver for the day, and he would do anything that I would need assistance with and. Um, things like that, and we used to sit in the, the west enclosure, but with the adoption of the east enclosure opening, um, I took the chance and applied for the east enclosure place, and I just got lucky to get a good space in there, you know. And, Enjoy every moment of it, and I've met so many good friends. The likes of young Jamesy there and Heather, and so many more, and yourself with Wolf as well. Yeah, that's good. Thanks for that, Tim. Right. Okay, Heather. Right. So you're obviously you're a bit closer than you're a bit closer than Tim. Um, you're the you're the carer of um, a wheelchair user, if you like, for the benefit of this this point. Everybody will know who Jamesy is. I mean, the work he does for charity is absolutely phenomenal. Just tremendous. So, if you could just tell us a little bit about how, you know, how you, how your day goes for get, getting James into the games. Well, we're just not as long as Tim's. We get up, we get ready, we go to the football, we park in the Albion car park, which is a nightmare. It's okay in the Albion, crossing over the roads is a nightmare. They need to fix that for a start. I'm coming to that. Okay, sorry. Uh, sorry. He likes to go a walk around the stadium when he gets there, speak to some folk that he knows. Um, so that means he'll be speaking to everybody because everybody knows yeah. Jamesy. He does like to, yeah. He gets a bit starstruck sometimes when he meets some people and just doesn't speak, but that's just him. Yeah. That's so only when he meets me, though. Yeah. Okay, right. So obviously, you know, it's two completely different experiences. Um, do you, Tim? Do you park in the Albion as well? I do. Yes. Uh -huh. um, right, so, you'll, so, so you'll know how bad it is to get across that road. Oh, that's I mean, disastrous. I mean, it's I I thing. remember I was I was I was I was at the AGM um, in, at the end of November, and there was a wheelchair user. I don't know who he was. He challenged Stuart Robertson to join him. On the um, on the journey across from the Albion to the stadium in a wheelchair, 
And Stuart yes. didn't say he would, but he didn't say he wouldn't, you know. And yeah. I mean, I can only imagine. It. I mean, it must be absolutely horrific because the road's not the best. It's a very, I mean, it's a very busy roundabout for a start. And I heard the, there's, uh, loads, there's loads of people I heard floating the kind of guy question about the facilities and that um, for the wheelchair users and disabled in general. And I thought, yeah. you know, absolutely fantastic that this now has been highlighted to the the backroom staff of Ibrox and Rangers, and it needs to be it it needs to be highlighted as much as possible. Like you know, to obviously improve the thing. Yeah, that's the, that's the whole. I mean, that's the whole point of me doing this is to hopefully you know get a few more kind of eyes and ears on on the situation because, I mean, I'm I'm aware of it because it's something that I kind of I don't keep an eye on it, but I mean, I I I grew up with a, a disabled mother who sadly passed away thirty odd year ago, but that's not not for this this platform. But um, so I know what it's like even just trying to get a wheelchair, you know, round the local area where I lived at that time. I can only imagine how difficult it is to try and get. A wheelchair user into a football ground, particularly, particularly Ibrox, because when Ibrox is now it's it's aging a bit, it's 40, 40 odd years old when they built the stands. Um, I mean, where you where you are situated just now, for anyone that isn't aware, the disabled section at Ibrox is the front of the enclosure. As Tim touched on, he was went from east to west. Um, it's the front of the enclosure, which, to my mind, isn't great because I've sat down the front of the enclosure, and you can't see anything. If it no, rains, you can um, it's windy. The ball goes to the far side. Heather, you'd agree with us. Um, it's hard to know whether the ball's in or out of the pitch, yeah. isn't it? Um, yeah. And all you can see, more or less, is the above the knee of the player. Yeah, at the far side. Yeah, because of the camera on the pitch, obviously, Heather. You know, you, yeah. don't, you don't see very much down there. I'm guessing. No, no, no. no. I mean, because I mean, it's okay for. You know, the likes of me, if I'm sitting down the front, I can I can stand up and say, well, I can, you know, I can probably see a bit more. But obviously for, for Tim and Jamesy and, you know, Ryan and all the other people to use us to sit down there, you just can't, you just can't physically do that. No. You know, so, um, the, Heather, you, you've, obviously, you're probably more, at Ibrox more than, more than Tim. I mean, you were, you were late for the recording because you were at Ibrox. We won't hold, we won't hold that against you, but I mean, because... <laughs> You know, that's all right. If you said if you said you were at IKEA or at Tesco's or something, there might have been a bit more. You know, but <laughs> Ibrox is fine. That's okay. That's allowed. So, where is there anywhere at Ibrox with the, with the current configuration of the ground that you think that they could, you know, they could house the wheelchair users better? Well, I was talking about this at the football on Sunday, and what I was not they're all happening on about safe standing, mm -hmm. which is a total separate thing. But I think that could work with. The wheelchairs, if you had, in my mind, I think if you had to put the enclosures as safe standing, but have a platform at the back of them, don't know how it would work. How, really my, my, my thought would be, how would, you, how would you get the wheelchairs to the back of the enclosure? Well, a ramp, a ramp of some sort, they must. I'm not yeah, sure. Because, I know, I'm know, not sure. Because... I mean, talking about, talking about ramps, here's, here's one for you then, Heather, because obviously you've you've had James at Tynecastle. And at Tynecastle, I know that the um, the disabled facilities in the little step about eight rows back in the stand, there's eight rows at the front, and then they've got all the rest at the back. Um, how do you how do you access that area? Because we've got, we've got to go upstairs to get to it. So how do how do you get to it with a wheelchair? Is there a ramp? Is there a ramp there? No, no lift. There's a there's lift. A lift. Right. Okay. Lift. Right, okay. Because 
my my thought on that would be that's great what happens if the lift breaks down. Well, exactly. You know, I've been in Parkhead, up the stair in Parkhead when the lifts broke down. Right. So I thought the disabled access at Parkhead was, I thought the disabled area at Parkhead was at the front. Have I well, got that wrong? But when, see when we used to get round? Yes. A good bit. When we had yep. the full out, well, when we had the allocation, there's an up the stairs bit. Right, okay. Hold, I think four or five people that you would go up right. in the lift. Okay, because that that to me would be better. I mean, the Tyne Castle one to me is better from a from where it's situated because it's higher up. Yeah. But it must be a nightmare because there's a there's a barrier in front of it. Yeah. Which obviously obscures the view, and there's people walking backwards and forwards. If you've noticed at Ten Castle, we tend to move the wheelchairs forward to the barrier, yeah. so yeah. that they're, they're walking behind. Yeah, but you shouldn't. You shouldn't have to but do that. That should be. That should be prerequisite. I mean, because there's obviously there's. If, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's there's seats for likes of yourself, because obviously James yeah. he brings his own seat. You know, because yeah. he's quite selfish. Like he brings his own seat. <laughs> so um, there's a seat for you beside his his wheelchair space. Yeah, there is. So going by ground regulations you're supposed to sit down. So if you're yep. pushing the wheelchair to the front, you can't be with your son in case if he needs you because you're sitting at the back, technically speaking, you know, to be compliant with the ground regulations. Yeah, so that, surely they should have that They should have that area at the front with a walkway behind it. Yeah. You know, that's the, way I, that's the way I see it. I mean, uh-huh. I I discussed this with my girlfriend last night because obviously she's a season ticket holder at Tynecastle. And she says right. that in the, um, in the home end, they've actually got Tensor barriers that they put across at the disabled area so people can't walk across. The only place I've ever seen them doing that, and they've only done it the once, was at Hibs. They had the barriers yeah. at either side to keep it a sterile place, and what a difference that made. Where, where is it? I don't even know where the disabled area is at Hibs. They're right behind the goals, or they've also got an up the stair bit as well. I think right. it holds maybe three. I've never been to right, that okay. stair bit. But theirs right, okay. is right behind the goals that have. Right. But I mean, generally speaking, what we're saying is the disabled facilities all over Scotland aren't very good. No, they're not. I mean, I would, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, go with what you're saying, some of them are better than Ibrox, certainly from a viewing point of view, because they're higher. Yeah. I mean, I know from what, just from, from what I've seen, because obviously, as I say, I've never used them, um, the likes of... Um, Pataudry, Kilmarnock, Motherwell, they've all got what I would describe as bus shelters at the side. You know, yeah. like a little, basically a little hut everywhere. I've seen them little. You've surely seen them, Tim. I don't know if you've been in any. Yeah, well, I've seen photographs of. They've got the, the little because because remember, was it at Kilmarnock's, the, the roof, the roof came in and the one in Kilmarnock when somebody jumped on it? Yeah, I think. Seen that. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, and again, that's that's pitch side. And okay, yeah, better than Ibrox because you've got a bit of shelter, but. Again, why does it have to be pitch side? You know, I mean, it strikes me that a lot of these are the same. So it's probably down to me. It's probably down to when the the ground was redeveloped or built or whatever, because they all same as like first time I met you, Heather was down at Tranmere. They had one that was exactly the same. So uh-huh. it's not it's not just a Scottish thing. And I'm thinking these grounds yeah. must have been built about the same time, mm-hmm. and probably just before disabled regulations were a prerequisite. Because now I would imagine. Um, if you redevelop the ground, Tim, this is where you come in because they've just redeveloped Windsor Park not that long ago. Yeah. Um, 
What's the what's the change in the disabled facilities at Windsor? Because I, I believe they're quite good now. Um, I'll be honest with you guys. Windsor Park's wheelchair place has vastly improved. I mean, it's magnificent now. The way we are um, situated within the, the stadium at Windsor, we used to be a pitch side, and I mean, um, right along the track side um, of the the pitch. And you could have basically sat anywhere at all along that, right? But with the advertising boards for say T V license or T V matches and stuff like that, the T V or the the advertising boards were at my eye level. The top of the top of the advertising boards were actually at my eye level, so I could not very well see any of the game. Which was pathetic really. You know, you were stretching, stretching your neck to kind of watch the game, and for the price of the match, like it's, it really is pathetic. Like you know, at that at that point, but thankfully, as said, the revamp of Windsor, they've really, really well improved the whole situation. Where you're now, you sort of you sit behind the net, kind of thing. But at the back of the the, the stands, which is like a really quite a good height. Yeah. Again, is that a, is that a lift that gets you there, Tim, or is there a is there a, um, a ramp? Or? Yeah, that's a lift. Um, that gets you there. So it is. Um, but <laughs> I'll give you give you a funny story. Um, the first time we went to 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 get to the new wheelchair place at uh, Windsor, we asked basically where do we get into the, to the, the area. At that time, I don't know whether, because it was all brand new or whatever, but the stewards didn't even really know that much about the place. And they sort of says, right, up the left and press whatever number that, that said at that time. But at that time, they gave us actually the wrong number floor number and we ended up me and dad ended up um, briefly in the uh vip lounge <laughs> so it did because we seen a couple of well-known celebrities knocking about this and we thought it's wrong place here so then i know a couple of guys that work within Windsor as well and i just spied one of them i says any chance you can help us out here. We are seem to be in the wrong place. Um, could you point us in the direct, you know, direction of the right place? So thankfully that it, uh, we were just uh, a floor below yeah. to, to get to the right place. Okay, but, but no, means the view, the view, and the the new place, the new area is. I love it. So to be honest. Yeah. So is there is there is there any barriers around in front of you, or is, it, or is it just like a kind of platform area that you're on? Um, there is kind of a a bit of a perspex kind of barrier kind of thing. Right. But I mean, it's for safety to kind of keep yeah. the wheelchairs, yeah. I think, you know, from rolling over yeah. the rest of them, you know, and falling off that. Yeah. You know, yeah. so in a way, I'm happy with it. Yeah. You know, how, how high how high would that be? 
Um, well, I can put my arms comfortably on it and sit and enjoy right. the game with no so, way, no issues at all. You know. Yeah, so it's so it's at such a height that it's not going to obscure your view. It's not going to. It's not going to. You've, no. got an un, you've got an uninterrupted view of the pitch, which is good, which is what it should be. No, I mean, that's, what, that's what that's what Rangers should be looking to do. Yeah. You know, I mean, Heather, as you say, you know, maybe put it in the. I mean, put it in the back of the enclosure if the enclosure was safe standing. That would probably work, but it would need to be a platform because obviously if everybody's Something standing somewhere to what runs right, I think it would be uh, ideal. So, you know, if everybody's standing, um, you know, you're not going to see me. My, my, my thought would be, could, Heather, could they possibly, because obviously, again, you, you're, you know, experienced the different parts of Ibrox, I'd imagine is better than, better than Tim's because he's obviously just been in the one area, more or less. I would thought something like maybe the, the corner would say the Ibrox suite or whatever, you know, that sort of, I thought that would be, that would be ideal for, you know, for wheelchair users. I think the problem is the vast amount of wheelchairs, that are right. season ticket yeah, holders. Yeah, I would agree there. Like, I think there's over 90. Right, okay. But so, obviously they can't all attend every game, can they? Well, either there's like 90 season ticket holders, because I think okay. the West holds 60 odd. Wow. Maybe more, and the East okay. is like 30. Right. Wow, I didn't. I had no... I had no idea of that. I mean, obviously, in in my defence, I sit in the club deck, so I can't see the enclosure. No, no, so, absolutely. So there is. I think that's know. that is probably one of the biggest problems is the amount of season ticket wheelchair holders right. they have. Yeah. It's yeah how because really, the other place I had thought of was at the the rear of the Sandy Jardin front. Yeah. No sure because they've obviously got the ramp up to the away corner. For wheelchairs. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I didn't know that either. I'm sitting there um, in the away corner. Obviously, I'm where when uh, Celtic obviously came to us and sat in the Brimham. I'm sure you've sat there together in the away corner. Yeah. Up with Jamie. I think so it's there is at the back of you. So there is right, a so, Right, so that so that is accessible. So I mean, that's something they could probably look at because I mean, to to me, it, it strikes me that I mean, the, the world's moved on a lot since like the sort of sixties and seventies, and you know, you, you see all the old photos of the, the football, and there's all the little blue disabled cars round the round the, round the track where all the disabled guys sat, and that's great. But again, it's pitch level, but at yeah. least they were dry. Aye. You know, at least they were dry because because they, they were technically indoors, although they were, they were in a motor. But again, they just seem to have this thing about putting you know, wheelchair users and the like um, down at pitch level and I've got no idea. I, I get it's easier to access it because you just walk in from the street but yeah. I don't think it's particularly fair, particularly in, I mean, in Scottish weather. In Spain it's probably fine although the view's not great but weather-wise, I mean, I even think back to my early days of going to Ibrox when the enclosure was still standing and the, um, I know it's, it's a totally different disability but the blind party were in a little enclosure behind the dugout and somebody they're commentated for them. Are they still, still there? there? Yeah. Right. There's there's no need there's no need for them to be there because they, it doesn't matter. They they were the best will in the world to them. They can't see what's going on, so you don't need to put them there. You can put them almost anywhere on the ground. Mm -hmm. It just seems to be this thing that you know traditionally, if you had a disability of any sort, you had to be very close to the action. But you can't. I feel for you guys because you can't see anything. You know. I mean, I mean Heather, what's how does Ibrox compare viewing wise to? Like the rest of Scottish football, the rest of the grounds in Scotland. 
Where's where's the, where's the best experience for you? Where's the worst? The best experience is probably up the stair at Parkhead. Okay. And I hate saying that. We don't get it now. But that is, as much as I hate to say, it's probably one of the best because you've got nobody next to you. You've The people in front are way down. Right. Um, great view. Tyne Castle, you're elevated. But when the people in the, the row in front of you stand, you can't see yeah. a good bit of the pitch to the, whatever side. Yeah. Um, St Johnston, that's elevated as well. That's quite good. Problem you have with St Johnston is you need a carer with you because their food facilities are down the stair. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the that, carer that was the other, front. That was the other thing I was, I was going to come to as well is, um, you know, what's the facilities like for you guys for getting, you know, for going, to, for going to the toilet, for getting, you know, for getting food and drink and stuff like that. You know, I mean, I, I get, I get that most of the wheelchair, well, I would, I would imagine a lot of the wheelchair users would have a carer with them. Although I know there is some that, that go in on the road with their, their kind of motorised wheelchairs and stuff like that. Tim, your dad's always with you, obviously, yeah. rather you with Jamesy. Yeah. You know, but I mean, what, what's it like around the place getting, getting just what the rest of us take for granted, getting, getting a pie and a, and a drink or whatever, you know? Is it is it easy enough from the areas that you're in? You go there, Heather. Go on, Heather. You know that. Well, they have got, they've got the dropped counter, the Lord counter, um, and they've got blue pathways. Some stores let you go straight to the till, others don't. In the west enclosure, I never had that problem. You always got straight to the till. In the east enclosure, some stewards have you waiting in the mm. queue, which is now, if I leave Jamesy down the front to run and get him a pie, the last thing I want to do is be away 15 minutes waiting in a queue. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, but some of them let you go, some don't. Just depends. We, the toilet situation, I can't speak. We don't use it. But that's something I would like to improve. I would like a change in place on the Ibrox. Yeah. Where I could hoist James out and change him. But that's a different yeah. argument again. Yeah, I mean, well, the toilets at Ibrox are a disgrace. And again, at the AGM, Stuart Robertson yeah. admitted that. And my, my concern is, and I, and I get that these things take time, but we're now three months on from the AGM and, you know, there doesn't seem to be any... I mean, I don't, I don't know. They've maybe, contact, they've maybe contacted you guys and said, what do you think? I don't know. I mean, because no, obviously... There's no, it's there's not no contact. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think they would have, you know, <laughs> no. because... You know, usually the guys they need to speak to, which is why I thought, well, I'll get, I'll get these on this and try, you know, try and kind of highlight the problems that you've got because we just take it for granted. Go to games. You know, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I'll be Sorry, I'll be honest. Both. Um, I know her has said she doesn't use the toilet facilities, but yeah, I, I do. And to be honest, it's not the cleanest. It really isn't the cleanest. Are they easy to access, though? Is it, I mean, there's easy the toilets yeah. you can access. They're easy to access, yes. And they're right beside the kiosk there where the food places. And it's a matter of, um, again, asking the steward for the key. There's a, like a key to keep mm -hmm. anyone that maybe would sort of think of using it for a smoker or whatever. Yeah. It's to stop that as well. So that if they ask for a key, they actually access the toilet. But when you get into it, it's not actually the cleanest. Yeah. You know, see that's that's not on. I mean, and you're you're yeah. actually pushing into whatever 
is left on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? that's, yeah, that's that's not great. Um, it's I don't know. Like I say, I mean, the, the, the club really they really need to be speaking to, speaking to guys like you about about these things, you know. And it's as I say, I mean, it does take time for them, for these things, but they have to be thinking. I mean, you would imagine that in the, at the end of the season they'd be looking at sorting out these facilities a bit a bit certainly. But I mean, even making where you are a bit better for you, you know. I mean, there's no, I know there's no. It doesn't take rocket science well to get a cleaner in every now and again and just sort of brush up or mop up, you know, whatever inside the little toilets yeah. like. Yeah. It doesn't take rocket science for that. Yeah. I mean here there is as as I mean as James as James is caring, if you if you have to go to the toilet, you just have to go like as a normal partner to the toilet. You know, there's no yeah. there's, there's no there's no special thing set. Like you couldn't go and say the sewer like going to open up the so I can get in and out quick. I wouldn't because I, as I know what Tim's saying they're like, so I wouldn't. Yeah. I would rather yeah. just... Right, because obviously, you know, if there's, there's more and more women going to football just now, which is great. You know, so you, you could be away a few minutes. And as you said earlier, you don't really want to be leaving Jamesy for that length of time. No, Although no, I'm sure no. there's other people there that you know, you know, that would keep no. an eye on them or whatever, but still, it's not, it's not the same. No. You know? You know? I always try and go so, well. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I don't, I don't really think there's much more we can say about it. I mean, it just seems that throughout football, all the all the grounds that we've been, to, I don't think there's a an ideal experience anywhere. You know, I mean, it would be in, it would be interesting to see. Here's a here's a challenge for you both. We're interested to see if you can get to somewhere like the New Wembley if you haven't been already, or the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and see and see what their facilities are like. I've been to. Man City. Um, okay. Obviously, the European Cup final, 2008. 2008. I was there. Of course, yeah, of course. I forgot about that. Um, so what was that like? That, for me, was a, an unbelievable uh, day. Well, um, that was one of the best experiences I've ever actually had. So, where where about in the stadium? The lower tier, here, but it's the back of the lower tier. So, it, Right, okay. Again, you're at a great height, and you're looking down yeah. on the pitch. Yeah, you know. So, even um, a couple of years ago as well, um, me, myself, and Dad went to uh, Man City v Arsenal. Right. Um, now that was a bit of a an experience because where the the barriers were to se- segregate. The home fans from the away fans. I actually had to go into the opposition fans and come back on myself to get into where I was supposed to be sitting. Right. Okay. That's not ideal. That's I'm assuming not ideal. Was, I'm, I'm assuming knowing your dad, you were sitting in the way end. Um, we were actually in Manchester end. We were right, playing okay. Arsenal that day. Right. Okay. Um, but it was just an. A, just a day to experience the pro um Man City sort of grounds atmosphere, you you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um but maybe just a that, off, you know. That's that that's good that they again that's a newer stadium, so they've probably had to you know, they've had to consider disabled facilities when they built that place. Uh, Same with, to be honest, I was really impressed with them, but uh, it was just the the fact that where you had to go into the away site or the Obsession side, 
and come back in on yourself to get to where you're at, you know, for the home yeah. sign, you know. Yeah. Okay. And for a safety point, you know, if it was two big rivalries that have yeah. a history yeah, of whatever, yeah. yeah, um, that's not ideal for safety point. Yeah. So sorry, Heather, you said you've been at Wembley, the new Wembley. The Olympic Stadium. Olympic Stadium, right? Okay, with Jamesy. Yeah, yeah. Of course, to see West Ham, of course. Yeah. Of course, I'm forgetting that's where West. Bowling ground as well. Right. Okay. There's was there's the bowling ground was not great. You were elevated, but like that, they had barriers. Okay. So kind of at eye level for Jamesy, no the best. The Olympic right. Stadium, no a great football stadium, but amazing. I don't think you would get better. Right. So what was the what was the whereabouts? I mean, what was the? I think I'm guessing it was elevated. Yeah. Again. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so, so that seems you actually come out the concourse straight out, and that's okay. the wheelchairs around it. Yeah. Right. So. So is the concourse? I've never, I've never been in the Olympic Stadium. So is is the concourse? Have you got to? Go up to get onto the concourse. Is there like a ramp or steps? Or, well, obviously not steps, but is there a ramp to get onto the concourse, or is or is the ground kind of sunk? Outside. Right. Straight okay. Out, so straight the, out. In. Right. Okay. So, I mean, I've been I've been outside the Olympic Stadium, so I can't I can kind of visualise what it's like outside. So obviously you're coming in at almost almost kind of halfway up the up the stand yeah. kind of level. Uh-huh. See that that side that's ideal. In a in a stadium that's built like that, unfortunately in Scotland, particularly Ibrox stadiums, not like that, you know. Um, but I mean, I don't I don't see how at, at Ibrox, you know, they couldn't have a bit outside that, that they raise up for you to get in, you know, for you to come in from the outside, so you're, you're coming into the level that you're going to be watching the game from. Because from the the half hour conversation that the three of us have just had, I think for me it sounds like they really need. What the only thing we need to do is get get you elevated, get you up to away from off a ground level, so you can so that you know the wheelchair users can actually see see what they're doing, you know. Um, and it would need to be elevated from like the back of a section, but but elevated again, so that if people stand up, they can still see. You that's, know, that's I was saying that to you in Sunday, member about um, yep, at Dundee United. Yeah. But fortunately, yep. I don't know if you noticed, they had a back cordoned off that was for segregation. And that's actually but where the, the wheel behind that. So yeah, the like, West Stand, yeah, just yeah, the far yep. end of the West Stand. I noticed that because I was in the fair play at the front and I noticed that was empty and I didn't know why. Well, but from where I was sitting, you can't see the back of that. But Apparently it was for segregation, but it just so happened that's where we managed to get all the wheelchairs in there. So that right. gave so us that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. That was perfect. Not that there was a, not that there was a lot of good stuff to no. see, but that's another story. But anyway, yeah. But that, but see, so I mean, I mean that's when if Stuart Roberts is watching this, which I'm sure he will be. Um, you know, you just need to basically Stuart, get the get the wheelchairs up to a, up to a height somewhere. You know, yeah. I mean, it might it might be with the configuration that it's the need of two or three different areas, which isn't ideal because if people are used to sitting together. You know, yeah. they wouldn't want to really, really kind of move from their friends or whatever. But if that's what it, what has to happen, then I guess that's what has to happen. But um, like I said earlier, for me, just looking at it, before I found out there was 90 season ticket holders with wheelchairs, I would have thought the, you know, the, the corner where the Ibrox suite is would be perfect. But 
obviously it's nowhere near big enough. And again, no. accessing that, you need to access it by a lift, and there's only one lift, and it would take ages. That's that's the problem as well with so many, with so many wheelchairs, is getting them in and out. Yeah. So, so can we go? So can we go back to the? Can we, can we go back to the beginning then? And let's let's tackle the Albion car park. So, Heather, talk, talk me through getting from the Albion car park to the front so, door at Ibrox. The Albion car park, I come out it. You can walk round. It's on a kind of a slope. Some slopes bigger than others. You come down. You're mm-hmm. obviously onto the main road. Yep. They have done a drop curve that's not a dropped curve okay. on both sides. So you're fighting with the traffic, you're trying to bump down, bump up at the other side. Then when you get down Edmiston Drive where the drop curve is, there's kind of, it's like a hole in front of it. So the wheelchair very often gets stuck in that. Then Drop caps is a massive thing for me as well because I'm only we and James's chair and him is heavy. Yeah, yeah. So that's a big thing is the drop caps. Yeah. So see when see when you're you're trying to get across Edmondson Drive, right? Yeah. Obviously it's, it's still it's still open to traffic because you're coming out the Albion car park. They never close the road that side of the roundabout. No. They do. Yeah, they do a- close in. They do close Edmondson Drive in front of the stadium, although they seem to be yeah. getting later and later and doing that. Mm-hmm. These did the, the police or the stewards give you any assistance? Did they try and no. stop the traffic? Or no, 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 mate, no. no. See, I just that, that, that to me, that to me is just basic. That that should just be. Sorry, folks. There's a wheelchair coming out. Just give us a couple of minutes. It'll only take a couple of minutes. It's not, you know. To me, that's the sort of stuff that Rangers should be looking at now. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that's no, that's not difficult. There's no, there's no, there's no cost involved in that. There's no. No building work involved in that. That's just, you know, trying to get people safely across the road. You know, a bit of common sense. Yeah, you know, because I would imagine that. I mean, I don't know how how early before the game do you do you generally arrive at Ibrox? Uh, for me, I, arrive I, know, I know you're there about three days before. I know that. Twelve o'clock there, mate. Yeah, you're you're, you're, you're there before me, and I'm early. <laughs> you know. So, I mean, you, you, right, so I mean, Tim, you wouldn't really encounter that much of the, you know, the match day traffic, quite a lot of the hospitality guys and stuff like that, but not the, Still the, days, gen- but, I mean, the general fans, you know, not, not the same, but, but Heather, an hour and a half before no. you'll get, it'll just be non-stop traffic. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which isn't ideal. I mean, that, to me, that's the sort of basic stuff that they should be doing. Right. You know, yeah, um, right. just, just, just to help you. Like I say, that guy said at the AGM, Stuart Robertson, look, come, come and, experience this you know I mean I know what it's like for me trying to cross that road I never use the Albion car park but sometimes I've coming down from that side and I know what it's like trying to cross the road and I can dodge in between cars you know That's and I've done it I've done it with kids in the past and it's not it's not the best you know but I, I can only I, I can't even imagine what it'd be like with you know with a wheelchair you know particularly as you say Heather you've you know you're you're quite you're quite quite slight and James's chair's bloody heavy, you know, you know, and Tim, it can't be much fun for your dad either, you know what I mean? And, no, I, even that, that well, the, uh, the traffic doesn't really stop for you. Sure doesn't, yeah. Heather, you know? No. That's what I'm saying, that's what I'm saying, they should, they should, they should have, you know, because the, the, the car park stewarded, they should have the stewards out and say, look, stop the traffic, and I know it's not a steward's job to stop the traffic, but, 
you know, just to give us a little bit of assistance. I mean, that's to me, that's just basic basic manners, you know. It's come courtesy, you know? courtesy like you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, other going back to what it's like here at other stadiums in Scotland is that is it that difficult to get into, into like a wagerhouse from where you park? I mean, is there is there designated parking for you closer than there is at Ibrox? At any of the places, or is it further away? Is it easy to get to? Just try to kind of look at look at what a happy medium would be. Um, well, the likes of St Johnston, you're parked right outside St Johnston. Yeah. You're parked right outside but, the door. But then getting yeah. away would be difficult because you need to wait for the support to leave. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I know there's there's blue by spaces outside Ibrox, right outside Ibrox. Mm -hmm. But right. but you probably have to sit. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Are you allowed to use them on a match day? I don't think you are. No, that I know it. I don't think so. Could be you know, wrong. So I mean, if you could, if you could use them, you know, would that be better? Although you'd need to sit because I'd imagine after the game it takes you a while to get across to the Albion anyway. No, and a while to get out. A long yeah. while to get out. Yeah. So it's probably swings and roundabouts whether you know if yeah. you got to use the the spaces actually at the stadium because that would be to me. That'd be an awful lot easier because you're not trying to go across a busy road. You're literally outside, you know. You're basically outside the shop, really. It's where the, the spaces yeah, that I'm thinking of are, you know, you know. And again, there you're actually pushing through after the game. You're pushing through everyone to get through to the Albion as well. Yeah, I mean that that must be a nightmare. But you know, at least there's kind of people stopping the traffic for you because they're walking in front of all the cars and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, that must be. Yeah. You know, that's you know yeah. that. That's that's. I mean, the fact you have to cross a main road with a wheelchair is mental. Is to me, is absolutely crazy. There should be somewhere a lot closer that you can do it. I mean, whether just start thinking on my feet, whether when they open up new Edmiston House when that gets opened up towards the end of the year, whether there'll be there'll obviously be a car park there. Whether they'll make it, you know, disabled access car park on match days or not, that's something they could maybe think about because that's Hi. on the it's on the stadium footprint. I think you guys are more important than the players from this yeah, perspective, yeah, to be perfectly yeah. honest. You know, it's just you know, put that in there, you know, you know, yeah, no, absolutely, it's a fair, it's a fair point, but I mean, you know, it, it's it's got to be something the club's got to be thinking about. I mean, it'd be, be quite like be, I'm just, I'm just thinking on my feet as well as we're talking about this, yeah, yeah, you know, and no, I totally agree. It's. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I've only thought about getting to the game. It's just when you said they were getting back from the, getting back after the game. It's. It, it's. That that must be crazy. I mean, even even getting out of Ibrox. I mean, is it is it easy enough to get out of the the section you're in? No. Um. No. It's a push and a shove. You know. <laughs> is, is it is it literally just a free for all with the, with the support? It's a free for all. It's yeah. a free for all. So, I've had people bump into me, trying to walk over. Over us and whatever else, like, and half of them don't even watch where they're going. That crack See, again, again, that's you agree with again, that? That's nuts. It's awareness, it's awareness. Yeah. There's so many people unaware, they'll not be unaware of James because he just kicks them. Yeah, <laughs> but again, that's that's I mean, that's crazy. There should be, you know, to me, there should be a designated exit for you still. So at least you're leaving the ground on you know, once, you, once you're in the streets, it, it's going to be a free for all because there's so many yeah. people kicking about. Yeah, but actually getting out of the stadium, you should be able to get out of the stadium, you know, un 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 uninhibited without any without any aggravation. You know, so, a, I don't know. They have a blue route coming from the enclosure, and it goes up. 
to where the stairs would be to go up the stairs in the enclosure and it just stops dead there and the blue route's supposed to be for the wheelchairs but as I said yeah, so, bas people, yeah. so, so basically the blue route the blue route goes to where, where people would be would be migrating together and just leaves. Yeah. See that's that's nuts. That's that's crazy. That's you know what I mean again that's that I mean I get the facilities are pretty poor because of the age of the stadium and things like that and you know but the fact they don't seem to do a lot to help you that's that's out. That's to me. That's out of order, and I don't like criticizing Rangers at all for anything. But this just, you know what I mean. I wish I hadn't. I wish I hadn't asked to do this because I'm just getting worse and worse about it. I'm just getting. It's making me quite angry, actually. To be fair, you know, and I can't imagine what you guys must go through. Particularly, I don't suppose it's so bad if we get if we get a decent result. You know, everybody's happy, and you know, but if it's been a, a stinking a stinking day weatherwise, it's not been a great game of football. We've not had a great result. Okay, but all you want to do is get out of there, get in your car, and go home because that's all I want to do. Yeah. You know, and I can just imagine what what it feels like. You know, just no, it's just they need to do something. I mean, from from the conversation we've had, the only thing I can really take from it is they need to get you raised up. They need to get you off the track side, because mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, okay, it's great. It's great from the point of view of Tim getting photos with everybody because I know he likes a, I know he likes a photo with anybody anybody that walks past. You know, <laughs> and. Uh, he still he still dines out in the fact that Stephen Gerrard wore one of his wheelchair loyal badges, Absolutely. and that was that was uh, tremendous. That was that's, that was fabulous. That was fabulous. That I'm was actually making the hopefully getting the donation handed over this weekend at the Motherwell yeah. game to the the charity foundation. So um, I hope they're making, I hope they're making a big thing of that. I'm not going to say how much we have, but um, it'll be announced. So Good. I've, Good I've tried great. to I've tried to contact a few photographers to try and get them involved for a wee photo. But yeah. um, what they're saying with regards to the way a certain photographer has been short-shipped um, and you know who I'm talking about, Wolf. And just for their access when through the night. Um, they're saying that that won't be feasible to get that sort of, yes. you know. Well, so hope, hope, hopefully, at least you know. Hopefully, at least the club photographer can kind of do something. You know what I mean? It's, you know, I mean, are, are you doing a, a presentation in the stadium? Is that? Um, we actually asked, well, could it be possible for a pitch side? And they said because of COVID, that won't be actually, um, that won't be feasible. Well, that's nonsense. That's nonsense for a start because my my mate was here getting a check from the RYDC just last week, and they did that pitch side before the before the ground was open. Um, well, we have been denied that. Right, okay. So, um, so it'll be either either the Brimland Gate or the Copeland Gate, you know, the big blue gates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just outside them. Okay. So okay. it is. So. Well, Tim, if you if you yeah. after this, if you when you when you know what what's going, drop me drop me a message. What time you're doing that and where? Yeah, I'll make I'll make sure I'll make sure I'm there, and I'll I'm not scared of taking photos and sharing them about social media as you're both aware. So yeah. we'll do that and make sure make sure that's out and about. You know, yeah, no um, worries, no worries, because we love we love a bit of that. You know, no worries. We'll try and get try and get Heather and Jamesy along to yeah. support you as well if they're because yeah, they'll be more the barrier. About, you know, the more the barrier. You no, know, they'll they'll be kicking about. I'm sure. So. 
Oh, was it Sunday? Of course, he couldn't do it previously because he, he got COVID, didn't he? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Right, okay. But we'll be there any time okay. for half one. Right, good. So you won't you, you won't have any you won't have any parking issues this Sunday then? No, not none. That's the thing, how are you getting home? If you're walking in, how are you getting home? My dad will bring the car in. All right, He'll clever. Clever. Right, okay, that's clever. Certainly no walking home. <laughs> we well, well, make it time for kickoff because there's a few pubs between Bells Hill and Ibrox. Aye. We should just we'll be there for about half one. Good. So we will. Good, good. OK, well, I don't think, I think we're just going to start going around in circles. So unless there's anything you two want to say about um, disabled facilities that we haven't covered, anything that you've thought about, because keep, things keep jumping into my head, but usually the guys that are, that are on the ground, you know, dealing with it. So, Heather, anything you can think that needs to be covered off? No, I think you've covered everything well. Yeah. Tim? No, I think think we've covered all bases there oh. as possible. Well, OK. Well, I'd just like to thank the two of you for, for joining. If you just if you just hang on there, I'll I'll throw you out, do a do a um a concluding charge, so to speak, and come back to you if you don't mind. So thanks very much to, to Tim and Heather for joining us. Thanks for having us. Thank you, thank you. Right guys, there we go. That was just a, a short pod on the, the disabled facilities at Ibrox and the fact that we need to put start putting as much pressure on the club as we can to get them addressed. I mean, the fact that some of the things that come out of that, for me, the fact that they can't even get the traffic stopped when they come out of the car park and, you know, get a clear route out of the stadium, it's absolutely ridiculous as far as I'm concerned. Um, I know the the viewing point for them, that'll take, that'll take a, bit of, a bit of sorting out logistically and things like that because they'll need to set aside areas for it and things. And I believe them when they say they're, work, they're working on that, but, you know, if uh, any time you can you can mention it to the club and just if you can it would be be great to you know just to help the guys out because they're you know these these folk deserve deserve to get the, the same sort of view of a game as we do you know anyway I'm starting to ramble so thanks very much for for tuning into the the Rangers rabble again as I said at the start we've got Patreon we've got YouTube subscriptions um, as Gary would say in Blue Heart eighteen seventy two like and share like and share. You know, all that all helps. Comment as well. Comments are always good. It helps the algorithm on its way, Martin keeps telling me. So thanks for watching us and we'll, we'll catch you again very soon. Cheers, guys. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.